Hear like Uptown Records. I'm like, okay, I know they did great shit. I didn't even know this was them. Like, so all my music scholars, you know, y'all can judge me and shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, like every time I hear, every time I hear songs like that too, I always like realize that like that's when like my parents was like going out partying and like I got I got to really. You know, like get cool with the idea that my daddy was somewhere dressed like Nino Brown. Like, Facts. <laughs> hey. Man, my daddy used to have a Jerry curl, so it was man, it was crazy. Well, good people, we got, we got. I mean, I guess it's a guest. It's fuck, you know, like, <laughs> it's Michael, like Michael here, Michael yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Better hit Michael with some of these. Clap it up, people! Clap it up at the house, in your car, wherever you at, listening. What you doing today, my guy? Man, pretty good. Uh, chilling, dog. Pissed off. Hey, the sneaker app. I hate you. I can't wait to uh, one day meet like everybody over y'all shit because y'all are terrible. I'm pretty sure the same people win the shoes over and over again, and it's probably it's it's just like that Cash App shit. Like Cash, oh, where you put, where they put like bro, the, Cash App be like we're giving away fifty thousand dollars, and I I, I talked to so many people. I'm like, I know no one who's won, so nobody. it's like. Bro, what is this about? So I never like I never hear who's won in that shit either. Like I know like it's not like the lotto where you have to be like, hey, this person won, but like how yeah. do you know anybody's actually winning that shit? But because people post, but I'm I'm like, I know okay. it's fake. I am like, I know that shit fake. Like it's no way that I know so many people. I do it because I'm like, hey, maybe one day I get get lucky and get this mm-hmm. quick two hundred dollars. Maybe bro, I I know no one who ever said, Oh yeah, bro, I actually got that hundred dollars from him. That's no. So that fucking sucks. Them and Sneakers app, I hate both of them. Um, that, that is what it is, man. I can't want to smoke with all y'all. Facts. Apparently. I, I, man, this is terrible. I was, I was going to buy the shoes to try to flip them. It's easy to do, but I never got I into never like, like, I know mad niggas who are shoe niggas, but I never got into like the getting the shoes, the flipping them. And this yeah. Stuff. But also, like, I'm mad cheap. Like, I remember, like, <laughs> hey, I, I I'm remember the same, the, bro, bro. I remember the first time I went, uh, I was with some of the homies, and they were going to one of, like, you know, like, Exclusive like cool ass shoe stores and shit. Yeah, motherfucker came back and said the shoes was eight hundred dollars. I was like, that's rent. That's, Man, oh god! I'm like, I just came from Louisiana. I just got out of school, nigga. That's rent down there. Like eight hundred for some shoes. Yeah, what do they do? What People do, be at these stores paying like five hundred and reselling them for like two G's and people buy them. I'm like, I mean, yeah, if it's if if you know what you're doing, it's it's a lick. But I just that was not for me. I yeah, just was, I just don't have I don't have time for that. It's just certain shoes. I'm like, okay. I want to find a way to get those, but mm-hmm. other than that, man, I can't. People do this shit every week. I mean, you know? if that's your if that's your shit though, like, yeah. like, um, like we had the uh, shout out to actually shout out to Sneaker Inc. Like we had them here like a while back. Uh, shout out to Dano. 
and freehand and shit. And they was up here. But like when they talk about shoes and shit, I'm like, okay. And also shout out to the homie Breeze. Like they talk about shoes, like shoes is like life. Like no, yeah. the way like, you know, the way like we might talk about radio or we talk mm-hmm. about like podcasts and they talk about shoes. So if it's like your shit like that, it's, you know, it's dope to have a fucking industry for it. But me, I'm like, and nigga, I'm a, I'm in flip flops right now. No, so, like, yeah, like, <laughs> hey, I just go and get like simple Vans and say, bro, I'm like, I got a homie who got fuck. so much like two. I'm like, bro, he has shoes he haven't even worn yet. Like, oh damn, I forgot about these. And I'm like, bro, that that's tight, but that sounds like a problem to me. When you got shoes you never worn, yeah, that sneaker shit is. I don't know. Like I know, like I said, like the guys I just mentioned, like. They're in the sneaker industry, so it makes sense for you to have yeah. mm-hmm. tons of shoes. But I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're flipping them, I don't know, man. I mean, if that's what get, if that's your shit, if that's your, that's your shit, because I'd be like, man, I, I couldn't, like, hey. <laughs> I couldn't have these motherfuckers, and I'm just like, I know I paid like X amount of, and that would make it hard for me to wear them too. Like I know, like okay, like I wear Vans, so yeah. I'm like I might if I drop, you know, sixty something bucks on on the shoes, it ain't not, it ain't. I'm gonna wear them. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're gonna get worn down. I replace them. If I bought some eight hundred dollars shoes <laughs> and a motherfucker steps like close to my foot, yeah, we gotta fight. Yeah, we like, fight. Fighting fight to the death. Like how? Did, like you got? I know it's dust that I didn't see that came up on my man. It's stressful. Yeah. So I, I got shoes that I, I like paid a good pretty penny for. That uh, it's like some Yeezys or uh, certain J's. You you only can wear them at certain like mm-hmm. events. Like you can't go out to a club or bar. So after a while, you kind of sit back and be like, bro, why why do I even buy these shoes? Like I only wear them. On special occasions, you know, and yeah, yeah, like I could have a couple, yeah, like, but I couldn't, I couldn't see myself being like my brother. I couldn't see myself having like a gajillion, like oh yeah, I got like ten pairs, eight hundred dollars shoes, like nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> because I always tell people like, bro, if we go out to the club, I, I'm gonna get the same type of chicks you get, even though you have those shoes, or you know what I'm saying, so. That's that's actually like a story like that is actually what made me like really go okay cool I'm off like when I said like you know I came back from home came back from school yeah everybody's really on shoes so it was some and I want to say like like the monocolor like red shoes like that was like a big thing like that huh. so I see a bunch of niggas out and it was like <laughs> a lot of my niggas had hat and I they might have been I don't even know what fucking car they might have been like Jordans or whatever type of shoe but they was really really hot and it was all red I go to the van store hat just out of randomly. And they got the little mono series. So I was like, these shits is sixty dollars. <laughs> we go out, have a good night. Yeah. We all went in the same. And when a nigga said, Hey man, what are those? I said, All right, that's it. That's it right there. Because you're a shoe nigga. Yeah. So these are vans. Yeah. These cost sixty dollars. After that nigga, I was done with the shoe shit. I was man. like, you know, you get them if you want them, but yeah. <laughs> this shit is not it. I don't give a fuck about y'all. And then you go out and everybody got the same shoes on, and it's kinda like, I can't even stand out. You know what I'm saying? When you and I'm telling you, then people look at you, and it's just like, I wonder if females look at dudes and like, oh, he a Jordan nigga, so he, he all on that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, especially if they're like shoe people too. Yeah. Or if you like associate like, you know, shoes with success yeah. or whatever. Because you be like, I want me a, a nigga that's cool and chill. Like, oh, he got the Vans on, so he ain't gonna be too extra. Like, I wonder if females do that. Like I said, I wear flip flops, so I'm just <laughs> I'm not getting, don't. Being a you be in a club with flip flops? Oh, my bad. And can you imagine you being in a club with flip flops? That'd be heat. So I mean, there's mad chicks in in hood clubs that have on flats and flip flops, and I equate those to being the same thing. Facts, yeah. And Major I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't look as he look like a Jordan nigga. I don't know if it, you care more about the brand of your shoes than men do. <laughs> Facts. 
Let's that's shoot. Women's shoe life is a whole different beast. I don't, that's women shoes. have websites where they can go and get two pairs of shoes for like three dollars. <laughs> yeah, forty dollars. Then have the gall to look at a man's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole outfit costs seventy dollars. Forty dollars, and they be they I, be I can looking spend bad. Seventy dollars on four pairs of men underwear. <laughs> how dare you, man? How how you should have more money saved than I am. I'm sorry. It's a valid point. Man, great point. We can go to man section at Fashion Nova, but I don't think it's hidden the same. I I don't I don't think it's I just I, I actively think it's a little different. Because dudes aren't even asking, bro. Them jeans, like those those nice right there. Where you get those from? Oh, he's fashion over. No, yeah, guys don't do that. I'm sure there's guys that do do that. You think so? I don't know any of them. I think it, I mean, it might it de- it depends. Like you, it, back in the day now? if they was like a brand of jean that you knew for sure was expensive, you might yeah. ask. Or if you're somewhere in West Hollywood and you like the way <laughs> that it hugs the curves, you might ask. But other than that, no, I don't see like the average dude like, yo. Hey, bro, them fly right there. I like that shirt. Where you get that? Yeah, I like I like how them jeans is hugging your lumps, my nigga. Like, <laughs> how to hug Yeah, it, it can get. It first can get, of all, you, my bro, you looking at me too much, bro. That's a lot. Yeah, like you were standing five feet lumps. behind me. Yeah. Hey, you, you're behind me asking me, "Hey, what kind of jeans is though?" I'm gonna need you to not ask <laughs> yeah. any more questions. Hey, real talk. You look me in my eye when you ask me a question from now on, brother. So the things bit. you were good at shoes though, dudes would be like, "I don't fly with like what are those?" You know, if you have yeah. on something that's different than uh, people used to seeing. So yeah, I, know, I think it's things like niggas have to hit on the like do things that make you feel like you're not hitting on them. Like, oh, I like them shoes. Anything from here, I feel like, like you said, pants. Now you yeah, think I'm shirt. Lumps. Yeah, that's you weird. Shirt, you think I'm. But now, anytime a nigga hit, hit, ask you for your shoe size, I'm gonna say all them niggas got foot fetishes, and I'm making it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you, you yeah. can make anything awkward if you really, if you really, really try. Like if yep. you really try, true. You can figure out some way to make things awkward, and sometimes it's kind of fun to do that. Like just, I, I, I've done that the last few days with just some of my homeboys. I know in a black community, like you don't sex play your homeboys. You don't you don't do that. You don't do no like nope. quote unquote Hey man, that's gay. Don't don't do that. But that's only us because we feel like we're attacked in our community as far as our masculinity is concerned. But sure. you go to college and you see the white boys, they be gay playing each other all then day long. Super playing. straight. Be gay from they are running through Athletes all kinds of women. Yeah. If you if you go to a baseball party in college, the baseball players are actively oh, yeah. running through everybody on campus and they could care less about acting quote unquote gay with one another. It's just it's something that's more acceptable mm-hmm. in the Caucasian community. Whereas for us unless you like that uh Whatever that video was, that mama slapped the shit out of it. Don't, don't. Yeah. Oh, Stallion. Boy, slapped the shit out of it. Little gay ass bitch. That like, oh, like, that, that boy is actively five years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he looked like, look like he might have been a fresh five. Like, he can't even spell shit. gay yet, and you Man. already smacking him, talking about. Like, come on, shit. come on now. Now, this like I told you, now he's officially going to be gay because you know, I hate bitches. That's yeah, why I hate shit. bitches. Man, facts. I can't stand it. You <laughs> act just like my mama yeah, used to act. I couldn't stand her ass either. Like, God, even like, I don't know, like, you know, I know everything is personal preference for what you feel like might be effeminate or not, but at the best, you could have been like, hey, man, let's, let's just. And even that, I don't know, man, this is a good fucking song. Like, savage. Give him a little push or something. Like, cut that out, like laughing with it, but really be not. Not even I that. Even just like, that. like, I, at that young of an age, 
it's like getting mad at your son for playing with a Barbie doll. Yeah, true. Like, let it play out first. Because mm-hmm. I played with Barbies as a kid, but that's because I was taking the clothes off of them. Like, you don't know what the kid... He just sees a toy and then let the rest of the brain mm-hmm. just tinker for a little bit. If he want to dance dance and i'm pretty sure he was with all girls so it's like it's it's you as the mama him as the only boy and his sister and you mad at him because he's trying to be like the people that are around him like you you can't you can't call him my gay ass but no no, you don't he don't know what that is yet he probably can't spell gay (laughs) he's like i'm just i see them dancing and i see y'all dancing and you filming so i guess i'm supposed to dance you ain't say, oh, wait, let me check with my mom. Mom, is this masculine enough for you? Before I do this for the gram. Look, she might have fucked around and missed out on raising the next Chris Brown because now that nigga don't want to dance. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dummy. She got mad because his daddy left her for another <laughs> dude and she got triggered. Or his, da- or his daddy was a dancer. Right. And, uh, <laughs> dancing all faggoty just like your daddy. That's why you're mad. See, like, he he, you don't even let that boy live. Leave daddy, him alone. Said your daddy moonwalked out my life. Right. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> you will never moonwalk. <laughs> right. Never again. You walk forward everywhere you got to go. Say, wait a minute. Did you just spin? And she just slapped him. Right. Just think about that. Like, chill out. Like, let, it's, it's, a, it's a thin line. When it comes to raising children, now granted, I don't have any, so I can only say so much. But mm. let your child be your child. Guide them. They don't know shit other than what you've shown them, and for you to get upset with them in that manner, that's that's just out of line, man. That's that's yeah. out of line. That I'm all for an ass whooping, but not because you dancing. Like there's way worse things in the world that you could be doing. And I think shit True. like shit like that starts to like. You know, it, how do I say? Yeah, but littles, I guess, the power of an ass whooping. Because I didn't get my ass whooped a lot. But I got, like, when it happened, I was like, oh, I fucked up. Like, whatever got my ass whooped, I was like, this right. is out. But if, you know, I got friends and shit, like, oh, this nigga sneezed. He got his ass whooped. By the time this nigga, like, 14, come on, man, because I'm finna go out here and fuck this shit up again. So hurry right. up, beat my ass so I can then sneak <laughs> uh, out later. Uh, Fact. Oh, uh, uh, no. Oh, oh, you're killing me. Oh, yeah, like, you're killing me. You know, there's, a, there's, a, there's, <laughs> you know there's, there's something to be said about it. You know, like five, 13, 18, whatever, there should be levels of, I'm going to communicate with this kid. Like, you know, you got to talk to him. When I'm five, I definitely don't got, I didn't have no realm. Like now, you know, when I was like, think like 18 and you no know, college age, I had a more realm to go, okay, I got, I know this is my area of, I can talk about why I didn't like what you did. At five, it's very, it's this big. You know, <laughs> you know, Facts. But you should give your child, at least in my opinion, you should give your child realm to like, have communicate with you because that's how you turn into a motherfucker who like you know them niggas who have like over their overbearing of their daughters you Most always, definitely. You yeah, always yeah. know like oh I can I'm gonna be able to fuck that because she don't right. tell daddy shit because he's like did you fucking what is that is that an earring <laughs> is that not in my house I'd be like ah oh, shit she talking about T.I. Uh, <laughs> one of them be yeah, like hey that's right there I can get that because she don't there's no <laughs> guidance because she don't listen to shit and that's the crazy part too about about like college and stuff, like the whole experience of it uh, is those chicks. You saw that right away, like oh yeah, most she about to be the one. That's most to be. definitely. Yeah. And and I don't and I didn't I didn't knock it. I understood like oh you don't want to go home for spring break because it's gonna be strict as shit. Mm-hmm. This is where your freedom is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I understand why you act the way you act on campus. Now granted, we all adults, so I'm gonna condone it either way. Yeah, fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tripping either way, but I understand why you're acting. Why you're acting? Because somebody didn't held you in a box your entire 
life and now you have the ability to get out of it and you're like, ooh, this is what it's like? Nah, for real. Let me see what's going on over here. Like, you have to let your kids, and even going back to the dance thing, you have to let your kids experience different levels of stuff because as you become an adult, you being able to dance and compete with the girls and they're like, oh, okay. I yeah. like that you, that, that might work out in his, let that boy, I won't say let him twerk, but it's going to come in handy later. You got to know how to use your let hips, goddammit. Yeah, let you learn some Here's moves. Here's the thing. Another fucked up thing about that whole scenario is, you know, dancing like, hey, you know, and all that shit. Like, she didn't grow up dating niggas that was like Turbo. Like, she, like <laughs> that was, that was like. That's a whole nother gen. Like, it's a, masculinity was, back in the day was because you knew how to. dancing and crop yeah, tops right. and, and spangly pants. But it depends on where you are. Because if you grow up in the Caribbean, you being able to do all that extra stuff, that's a sign of you being connected to the culture. Mm. So, because we as black people in America are, we we hood, we don't do that type of shit. Because it changed. Because remember right. Prince and guys like Prince, Michael Jackson, Rick James was the ones who Had all. All of them. All the ladies. So, it's. High heels, booty out, and all. It just changed, you know, the whole culture changed. Because Prince is just like. The idea that Prince, like Prince was in the lane where like Prince has <laughs> fucked more women than I've looked at. No, <laughs> fact. Like niggas was most, like like Prince was definitely like, like it was grown ass like powerful like I kill nigga ass man. I was like yo man like Prince is probably just tired of pussy. <laughs> like niggas wouldn't even call him Prince gay. Prince yeah. was like yeah man like I had sex with a llama. They like oh, that makes sense if you're Prince. Right. Like, you know like like you light skin with a perm. <laughs> Eyelashes, mascara, just popping. Like, look at look at this nigga and right French here. Yeah. Like, hey, Prince is the only like nigga that you know that you would probably be like. He come up to you and your girl and be like, "I need her for the night." You be like, "Niggas man. didn't get mad. Yeah. Niggas <laughs> whatever the fuck you want." Hey man, to. hey man, baby, just, you need I, her. I talk to you tomorrow, all right? Right. You <laughs> can I get some tickets to the show? Yeah, they're already in the wheel call. Look, for yeah, they're this nigga. <laughs> Niggas, let this ride. Bro was on stage wearing some Getting it. Matter of fact, look at this shit. Hey, bro can show up with a, a swimsuit on. <laughs> this was it. This nigga would have took. Yo, this nigga would have like just ruined families. Like Man, women, women would have left their entire. My husband's a doctor. We've got you know the but two and a half kids. This, they would have left for this nigga. Imagine dudes who took his swag, who got all the chicks too, just because you remind me of Prince. And bam, that that's all you need to hear. Like Prince was everything that just probably like just I'm a shit on everything in in the face of <laughs> what is quote unquote masculine. Yeah, Prince was like five two figure skater outfit. Man, fast his boots connected to his <laughs> pants. Prince guaranteed, and don't ask me why. He will show up, up wearing some of these. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> and turn your girl out, and hey. she will never come back to you again. You see these? That is wild. <laughs> I ain't know, bro. You don't ask me why I got him. Mind your business. But either way, he's hey, he's Prince. He coming with them with the Prince oh, swag, shit. and it's something different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think we needed that as far as, as far as our culture is concerned, because I think. We have been conditioned to be overly hard to the point to where we don't know how to accept every component that we can possibly accept for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we are the only people, with the exception of some Latino communities and their mm-hmm. machismo, we gotta be over hard, and then we get mad at niggas for not being understanding, empathetic, or sensitive. 
Mm-hmm. When has it ever been acceptable for us until we had a child to be sensitive? True. Facts. We don't create that safe space for black men in our community. And then we are chastised for the same thing, which is unfair. So I think people like Prince were needed to show that, look, I can still be this overly androgynous, sexy motherfucker and still be a man. Why? Because I can. Mm. Because I have the ability to do it. Because the Isley Brothers was having these making all kinds of babies with bell bottoms on and halter top <laughs> tied button like, up no, shirts. Agreed. Yeah, like whenever when everybody any, anybody ever says that shit, I'm like, has anybody ever gone to look at like a Switch album cover? Not no, at all, man. Like, the Not at all, because light skin was definitely in style back then. Yeah. Like, you got two buttons down here, <laughs> but the, and the rest is just the rest. Ain't shaved net <laughs> chest. Hey. They shopping in the female section. Navel hey. out, harried in a big dog. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Oh, yeah, the only good thing, or not good thing, but I think things that the videos like that bring to light, because it is a bunch, like a responsible, I think it just shows there's responsibility for all parts, because it's definitely always like, men don't let men be. I'm like, everybody don't let black men be. Right. You know, because you... This nigga's a bitch. Like, yeah. Right. The, whoa. Right, 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 right. I think it just shows that it's everybody's responsibility to create just different spaces for niggas to feel. Not even saying this nigga gotta go cry, but the nigga should be able to go, hey man, that made me sad. Right. The niggas say that shit make him sad. Oh. It depends it on you, what it whoa. is. If Kobe Bryant died, you can be sad, right? But if something else happens, let's say, oh shit, I don't, I don't fucking know. Somebody ran over some shit that you care about, and it's not an Xbox. Shit, you can't cry. If your significant other said, like, hey, man, I, you know, babe, that hurt my feelings. Nigga, it hurt your what? Bitch, yeah. it just hurt my feelings. You, like, yeah, you hurt my feelings. Right. Like, I love you. Like, you, you can hurt my feelings. You like, catch your girl cheating. Did, did you shoot the nigga? Like, no. I ran out the room hurt, upset, and I yes. sat in my, cr- in my car, and I cried a little bit and got my <laughs> shit together. You bitch ass nigga, I'd have been in there. No, no you, you wouldn't. wouldn't. <laughs> no, you would not have. You'd be curled up in your crib right now. Or you might you might have done that. And I'm not even taking the whole outlet that you do that, you go to jail. You do that, and that just shows me that there's a good there's a good chance that you don't know how to process emotions well. Right. Like you <laughs> did that, like that nigga, you know, you cheated and then I, you know, I shot the room up. Great. And we all like glorified it. That's the best way to handle that situation. Right. That's a whole other thing. Like, but that to me sounds like okay. And then you went to Chick Fil A, and they got your order wrong, and instead of just going in and changing, you pulled that bitch through the motherfucking drive-through right. window. Like, oh, that's not. You're not hard. You just you're, you're you have crazy. problems. You have, yeah. yeah, you have issues. You have you mental go, issues you because you are not emotionally mature. Facts. So we teach black men how to not be emotionally mature, and then we chastise them for it. Create the space for them. Please, it is okay. It is definitely okay to allow people to be able to speak freely. Everybody else can do it, but for some reason, we as black men can't. And I think that kind of gets overshadowed with all the other struggles that we have going on in the world. We forget that we don't create a safe space for black men to be able to emotionally express and grow and mature emotionally to where we know how to communicate our feelings effectively. So speaking of struggles... Are we gonna go super serious a mod struggle first, or are we gonna laugh at six nine struggle first? <laughs> Part of me, and this is the dark side of me, says that we can laugh at both and make something serious out of both. But I mean, it's, just, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, okay, I, I just was. Just, yeah, it uh, in in the grand 
theme of of Prince and Ass Out, we can go six nine. Perfection. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping we attacked uh, Takashi first. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a little. <laughs> we'll get a little bit more. Se- we might get a little bit more. I'm not making any promises. That's, that's a bit, that's a bit we'll different. try and be somewhat more serious after Takashi, but on to Rainbow Ass Cheeks. Let's do it. <laughs> Speaking of Prince. <laughs> That <laughs> damn Boosie. You let a fucking rat out of jail. Yeah, hey. And that nigga is thriving. Thriving. So I saw this. I saw a tweet that said, like, people are just, I mean, I think he's still thriving, making money. But is it more of, um, I mean, that's kind of fresh to see. But is it people, like, just supporting him? Or is it people just trying to watch a train wreck happen? Because people go, he had two million views. He's getting a lot of views. He's getting a lot of this. But I'm like, half of that could definitely be motherfuckers just going, I like seeing the bullshit. But he's a joke. Even even if that is the case, Mm -hmm. even if that is the case, we have a whole sporting industry called NASCAR for that exact same reason. True. People buy tickets by the millions every year to sit and watch cars go in a circle, hoping that one of them bitches crashes. So people, right? Yeah, is going left again. It's going left. (laughs) (laughs) People are paying for that. It's okay if they want to watch a train wreck because people care more about drama and bullshit than they do anything else. Yeah. So of course they're going to sit there and give it their attention, especially now you sitting in the house. What the fuck else you got to do? That's true. True. I'm tired of yeah. Come out. I'm tired of being upset and questioning why the fuck I'm in the house with you, motherfuckers. I'm going to just look at this other shit that I can critique and not have to worry about any repercussions. And I know it's been like the his, his whole situation has been explored just in depth here and everywhere else. But I just I, to look at it in totality, like, yes, I think he's a rat and all that other shit and stupid. But also everybody who was around him, it's like. What was a good ter- what was the term we used? Like what was your like street nigga um acumen? Like I'm not putting a regular like if I'm fuck it, not even street nigga, if I'm a military dude and I got like level seven access to all the I know where all the bodies is buried. <clears throat> you know, I'll go grab this nigga from the Mert Park and be like, Hey man, like You with us. You know, like you with us. And then we out here just laying shit down. And then the UN comes and grabs us, and I really expect him to like hold it, hold his weight in there. True. I'm a trained soldier. That nigga sells hot dogs because they, they were just using him with, because he had a name, and then he mm-hmm. was bringing in money in. So they were like, "Let's have this guy around because we're going to get to enjoy some of this life, even though we're not in it." Not thinking about the aspect of if, if some shit go down. Yeah, you know, we're what do we expect him, a lot him to of do? Access. We're letting yeah. him see us do shit. Yeah, and it's. And I, then they did stuff to him, expecting yeah. for him to be like, you know, I'm a real nigga out here. I'm about to just not say anything. You know, y'all did what y'all did. Like, come on, man. I, I'll, I'll challenge that in two ways. The first way I'll say is because we all know that they were using him for something. The the thing that comes to mind is above the rim. Mm-hmm. True. Like he treated Marlon Wayans like shit throughout the whole movie. You think this nigga ain't gonna come back and bite you in the ass? Like you think he's just gonna be somebody that you could kick around, you know, benefit from and treat however you want to treat? I'm just using you to get your homeboy on the squad. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, that's the same concept. And then what happens? You end up with a bullet in your chest in the middle of the club. Same scenario here. You think we can kick you around all day long? And then what's gonna happen? You in jail and I'm free. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you now. I read it. It is what it is. And when I was, and when you go back to the second point of where were they and where were your antennas when this <laughs> shit was going on? Like, I think that is part of the hood nigga 
moniker or persona that we ignore because most of them rat. There's a small percentage of the ones that we ended up vilifying because they didn't rat. It's a small percentage. There's only like one Free Ray Ricky Ross. There's a ton of Frank Lucases. Yep. Mm. Like they all at some point rat on each other and then we talk shit about can't nobody rat. Mm. Nikki Barnes. <laughs> Most of you, come on, it's, it's self-preservation. It's a selfish lifestyle when it comes to drugs and stuff like that. It's supposed to give you some sort of family, but at the end of the day, you're thinking about self-preservation and going home to your kids, and I got to do what I got to do for mines to eat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to end up taking that deal or whatever the case is, and we overlook it because we listen to what they're telling us, not looking at what's actually happening. True. True. You told us that you stood firm, and I did this, and I did my time. Like, uh, you can rat and still do time in jail, bro. No, nah, facts. It's you, just you, shorter time. Right. You yeah. got caught with a bunch of, as much drugs as you talk about that you selling or was selling at one point in time, you and you be, did a time in jail, and you're back here selling me an you album? You should be locked under the jail, bro. <laughs> Something, either you weren't selling as much drugs as you say you were, or you had a nice conversation with somebody that leveraged some things in your favor. Hey, have y'all ever seen the skit? On Key and Peel of the dude of of the snitch. If y'all haven't, y'all need to check it out. It's so I hilarious. I feel like I have. Yeah. I'm sure I have, but I can't recall. They were that. giving him like pizza, cookies, <laughs> and every he would come out and he'd talk to his homies and they'd say something like, Oh, wait a minute, I, I forgot something. I gotta go inside. And he'd go and say something. And he came out with a miniature car. It was like, <laughs> what the heck? Like, what is going on? That sounds on? about right. But, but that, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's that's it. Like that just that sounds I don't know that I I get caught and I and I don't be trying to sound condescending but I'd be like I don't know how many times I can see a motherfucker do the same shit and I go you know what's good for me I'm do the same fucking thing right <laughs> like, yeah you know what's I'm not gonna change one fucking I'm not I might not even change the fucking story my daddy my uncles my older brothers all was on the block selling dope. <laughs> and did time or got shot or something. I think I'm gonna do the same thing. Yeah, I think continue, I don't think I'm gonna be a little bit different because I'm gonna learn how to rap. And I was talking. I mean, like I was saying before we started the show, is like in this climate of hip hop. Granted, there are like yes, if you really was that nigga, you really did that. That's one thing. But we're in the space now. You could literally just be yourself, right? Yeah. Like there's a there's Kendricks and Tyler's and fucking. Jake Holes and whoever the fuck else Drake. Is. Like, look at Drake. Drake is on top of the the world, and everybody, any hood shit that he bring up, we we don't we tussy slide, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you don't believe it. He is the poster child for light skinnedness, <laughs> and we accept him for it. But that's one of the reasons why I think Takashi can thrive. It's because he's. I don't think he's as stupid as we think he is. Just because no, yeah. Just because his music is garbage, terrible, doesn't mean that he's stupid. I think he understands how to manipulate this whole media thing, and he's using it to his advantage because he's had posts like "Ha ha," and I ratted, bitch. You still looking at my shit? I'm I, still yeah. the king. Like he understands it. I think even it's if just business. At, um, yes, like if from business sense, if we're just looking at those who consume music, and it sounds good to be like. <clears throat> I'm a rider ass nigga. I'm like you just said. Majority of these niggas is ratting, and half the motherfuckers who are buying music legitimately is some goofy ass suburban white kid yeah. who likes the idea. Like, oh shit, you can do the raptures. You can dip your toe. Yeah, you can then tell because I'm gonna super fucking tell. Like my dad's here. Like I would tell like fuck. Yeah. And now I can, <laughs> now I have my version of a oh shit. You can fuck around with it. You can tell and still be successful. 
this was this shit. This resonates with me like a motherfucker. Right. I'm really not like niggas like the baby out here really punching people and shooting people and getting charges. I don't want none of that. Right. Yeah. It sounds good, but, but no, this nigga really is me. I could do that. Yeah. But you, you have to. I think you have to look at the top of the rap game, which is rap is so a huge part of the culture. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of people look. In the '90s, the star figures were kind of guys living that life. Like you had like. And plus, we didn't know as much because you didn't have Twitter, Instagram. So you had guys like Biggie, who you heard that was a drug dealer. Tupac shooting police officers and getting away with it and spreading uh, thug life. And just all those rappers, that's the type of life that they were portraying. So that's what you had to be to be at the top. To where nowadays, it's like we said, Kendrick, J. Cole, Drake, guys like that. To where you don't have to be anywhere near that. So you can be a guy like Takashi because people aren't like... The, the hood rappers that people listen to today that's really living that life aren't big names. Like, that's what people in their communities are listening to. Mm-hmm. But they're not, like, a mainstream artists mm-hmm. like they were uh, back in the 90s to where today Takashi can come back because, like you said, the people who are buying all of the music and want to be like these people are not living that street life. So they're like, hey, I, I want to be... I want to have two million people watching my live like this guy, you know? So... And, I, I think it's crazy. Yeah, and I think that speaks to, like, like I know there's artists who came out and, like, they're mad at him and stuff. But I think that speaks to, I would guess, like, your priorities. Because, like you said, like, there's too many people, like, watching him. Yeah. But if I'm a fucking, if I'm a currency, I make my music. Right. I buy all the fucking cars I want. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd want for nothing. Nobody fucks with me except the people who are fucking with my music. Right. And, like, you know, like, and in this internet age, like, I've said this line, like, a thousand times. Like, you know, you realize how big the world is. Because I could have, we right now in this room could get three million followers and nobody fucking knows us outside of those three million. Yeah, true. And it's perfect. Like, people are shooting for trying to be famous and known as opposed to, I just want to be able to do what I love to do and make money off of it. Right. Yeah. And be completely okay with that. And I think I think it speaks more so to a metaphor within our community in general is is an old conditioned mindset not being able to adapt and accept a new mindset. Mm-hmm. Like Takaji may be the representation of a new mindset. I'm gonna do what I gotta do for me and I'm gonna sustain however I need to sustain this lifestyle that I've created for myself. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all think. But that's coming from an old mindset where you had to give a fuck where everybody thinks but in the grand scheme of things also the people that's living the life that they really talking about in their music they don't last very long because their mental health is not necessarily the greatest if you look at somebody like an nba young boy he's not gonna last very long because he's fucking nuts he needs some help if you look at a dmx like all the people that were really good that really had issues and really did what they said they was gonna do their careers didn't last long because now i have this large amount of fame and popularity plus this money and nobody's sending me to a therapist they're just they're they're letting me do what the fuck i've been doing and paying me for it and thinking that i'm going to change at some point no most of the people that live that life they change before they got the fame so that they could focus on something else to take themselves away from their reality true Loki Takashi might be like the truest ever because he's like, I'm a bullshitter and I'm going to make music about me being a bullshitter. Right. Hey. Therefore, living my authentic And truth. you know why a lot of people I, I think really like him? It's because his he's a, he's a character. Mm-hmm. His character is easier to be than to be this hood dude because being that hood dude, you have to really mm-hmm. live that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you have to really be out here putting in work and people have to know who you are. But being a Takashi, 
all you're pretty much doing is taking that scenario and making taking the best parts of it and putting it in front of everybody and you're a superstar i remember when i was um <clears throat> i was working at this school and a lot of the kids were like takashi fans but he was playing into like okay like nwa made like a big hit because like they were speaking to motherfuckers who were like nobody has our voice right mm-hmm. you represent us Takashi really represents some of these kids because it's like, I'm an internet troll. Right. I like him. Do you listen to his music? I mean, I do, but I like the fact that he'll get online and say a bunch of, like, you're a dickhead, dickhead. And I'm like, that's that's it. Right, yeah. Like, he's tapped into, like, his, like, even back to Currency. Currency makes, Currency's been rapping about weed for, like, 18 years straight. And I'm like, if you smoke weed, nigga, this shit, nigga. Right. I don't even smoke weed, that's, but I like hearing him. It's your niche. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like he found his niche. Smoke, I like hearing him talk about it because that's what sounds good from Dev, him. Devin the dude is a hood legend because of it. Like has so. has never broken like the big mainstream, but yet in in the black community, we know about Devin the dude and respect him, and he actively. Eh. I can give a fuck. Like Takashi, Takashi is really making music for his generation of kids, which grew up talking shit on Call of Duty, expecting to never see these people in real life. Facts. Like the same shit he's saying is the shit that kids are saying right now to the people. On, what the fuck are you building? Are you fucking stupid or are you dumb? Yeah. Like it's talking all kinds of shit and expect to never run into you in person. And he like, just made it on his TV. And- it's Fortnite raps. Yeah, facts. And because people don't really talk about his music, it's his antics right. that make like he found his niche. Like he's just like I'm gonna be that the um, the worldwide asshole mm-hmm. and clown. Uh, kind of like no disrespect, Snoop, of course, is a legend, you know. But a lot of people when they listen to his music, other than his first album, they're like, man, his his catalog wasn't too impressive when it comes to it. But Snoop found the niche of whenever you think of weed, you think of who? Snoop Dogg. Right. Like the first name. So he found that niche. So like a lot of stuff you see me doing, I'm going to be smoking weed. Some of my rap songs, I'm going to make sure that I have some type of weed, you know, in the lyrics to where that's his niche to where whoever smokes weed and it's a bunch of people who do it. You think of Snoop Dogg first. You're like, I want to smoke with Snoop Dogg. And that's kind of what, like, Takashi is doing with, I'm just going to be just like that that gamer asshole in front of the world. And he found a niche because it's a bunch of people that play Call of Duty, Fortnite, and all these other games that just want to be those assholes, whether they're doing it on the game or some of them are even doing it online just to be a troll. Right. That makes sense. And I think, well, even going back to Snoop, I say Snoop kind of fit into your point of I'm going to be comfortable sticking to what's true to me and sticking to my mm-hmm. region. Like Snoop, he makes West Coast music. Yeah. His beats always sound to the point to where now when you hear West Coast music, you hear stuff that Snoop kind of set the foundation mm-hmm. for him and Dog Pound and everybody else during that time. Like when you think of West Coast or G-Funk or whatever, they set the precedents for that. So, no, we may not have made all type of hits that could be received all around the world but we did us and it ended up working out for us because we stayed true to ourselves it's the same thing with Takashi not to say that he's staying true to himself because clearly <laughs> clearly, yeah. clearly we've identified that he's not who he says he is but yep. as far as well, being a that. troll he might be not I mean now now he is yeah, yeah I was a part of some shit we've we verified mm-hmm. that I was a part of this gang and we verified that I ratted both of which that I can attest and to I so, was in jail so right. you know so like, everything that I said that I was I wasn't at the time but I fit the description now so hey like he low key like I don't condone his actions but from a business standpoint he made a brilliant move cuz like anybody else you completely try to stay on top of like the 
the hip hopness. I gotta yeah. stay authentic. That nigga said, "Nope, I'm gonna just hit the gas with the evil part. Like right. I'm gonna just go completely the other way." And now it's like, like if I'm a if I'm a label or something, I'm not getting with this nigga at all. I'm like, got it all. Because think about this: when he first dropped. His music didn't make you say, who the hell is this I guy? I swear, I did not know his music. I thought he was like, I thought he was some of these random, like, people who were just famous for being famous. And motherfuckers, no, he makes music. I was like, yeah, bro. You just call people dickheads. I would be, at, you know, I would be teaching at the high school, and these kids, they would be playing, like, only one of his songs. I forgot what that shit even called, but that was the only song that I knew of. But next thing you know, he's on The Breakfast Club. He's on all of this. And it was because of what he was doing on the internet. Right. Like, he didn't care who he was talking about. And, you know, it was it was kind of funny. So people love to laugh. That's one of the number one things people like to do. And he's somebody that you're going to for sure laugh at, no matter what he's doing. Because we see the clown, you know, the clownness in him. So you're going to get some type of uh, sense of humor from it. And, man, he's just... I I can't hate on him. I, I feel he's a trash rapper. He shouldn't make any more music. But well, no, I understand like, why he's doing it. I don't. I don't necessarily hate him. I think if anything, he, if you're looking to look at hip hop and artists in this totality, I think he kind of is something that was able. You can go. He poked some holes in the culture because if I'm like a legit, there's legit rappers people respect that were like giving him energy, and it's like right. They were going. I, he's like, you're a dickhead. You this that, and they're going out of their way. Even now, like he touched down. And niggas are keeping this fire burning by right. talking about him, and it's like you are you are playing like he's he's played everybody. Yeah, I wouldn't right. even say he's played everybody because if we really take a microscope and look at the scope of hip hop culture in general, mm. there's always been a Takashi. Who the fuck was Soldier Boy? Yeah, a Takashi. Takashi. Yeah. He did the same shit. Who the f- say MC, MC Hammer? Hammer. <laughs> yeah, facts. Pumps in the ball. Pumps yeah. in the ball. Uh, with with these draws on <laughs> in the video, hey man, Hammer had these on, but was trying to be hot. Come on, like he had on genie pants. There's always been somebody <laughs> who's been able to make money being the opposite of what the norm was, but yet yeah. we are the ones that continue to hold on to the norm, having to be something. It doesn't. We have examples throughout this entire shit to show us, fucking. R.I.P. Little Richard, completely different than the norm. There's always been somebody or groups of people who have done something different, Prince, completely different than what you expect that have succeeded. We are the ones that make it difficult. Yeah, I think I think that's at least with hip hop and maybe I don't I don't know. I don't know if R&B is the same way exactly, but definitely with hip hop, like we keep it to where hip hop has to fall into like this box of culture of like this is how a hip-hop artist is supposed to act when you look at like other genres i like to use rock all the time when i get this example but it's like you have rock you have heavy metal you have that's fucking i think that's rock. the issue right, right, yeah, right like hip-hop doesn't give you the option like you shouldn't you honestly really should never have to look at like a i don't fucking know uh, um i just said who did i said before tyler like you shouldn't have to put a judge a tyler by the same shit that i judge a yg for like I'm listening to them for two completely different purposes. Right. Like hip hop is always in this same box of, this is how hip hop music is supposed to sound, and boom. But this is a really this is not to say he's not rapping, but this is a different type of. I'm not putting like fucking My Chemical Romance and Metallica. I'm not putting them two niggas. Right, together. Yeah. they're it's not like, the same yeah, I think, thing. Yeah, I think and I always means, always felt that the way that you have hard rock, soft rock, metal, and all this different stuff that hip hop needs to do that to where like Uzi Vert. It's, he's not rapping like 
Kendrick and J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm not even saying so, it's bad. It's just yeah, they're it's different. Just, they're it's different. different. Like, you have emo rap, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? A lot of, like, kids listen to emo rap. Um, you have trap, you know, which is a whole, like, I think hip-hop needs to start to expand to where you have that. Like, if you want your hip-hop rap, you're going to go listen to hip-hop artists, uh, Kendrick Cole, Big Crit, guys like that. If you want your um, emo rap, you can go to, like, what Triple X was doing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And Not saying that those type of artists can't dabble into the other ones, but they're primarily looked at for you know, the type of music that they're doing. And that's what I think the problem is with hip hop. We try to, we have these award shows and we have the hip hop artist of the year. And then, you know, I'm a huge hip hop fan. I get upset. I'm like, why is this artist like, why is Uzi Vert even near this conversation with Kendrick and them? And that's the problem because we, as uh, a culture, haven't just said, you know what, we're going to have, this over here, we have this over here, but at the end of it, it all leads back to it the same core. Like a, it keeps turning hip hop into like, at least with like with the award show thing, like yeah. it turns hip hop into like to me like a popularity contest as opposed to if I'm listening to Kendrick, I can go, oh, his lyrics in here yeah. was like, but lyricism as opposed to Uzi dropping, you know, fucking fifteen million in yeah. uh, right. two True. weeks, yep. and it's more melodic. And I'm like, okay, well now, how the fuck are you supposed to judge this shit? That's like well, I, that's because we're allowing the judges to be people that aren't from the community that's or contribute to the Facts. community or anything. Like they run the award show. Yeah. To kind of, I won't say argue your point because I I understand and agree with your point, but I think we already have that. We just don't put a label on it. And we are, as human beings, we thrive off of labels to help us understand and identify some shit. We've had people that, like we had, originally hip-hop was supposed to be what? The MC controls the crowd and the DJ does what he does, playing whatever music was popular. It didn't matter. It's just a matter of how I'm playing it, how I'm rocking it, and how the DJ makes it sound. Mm -hmm. We've definitely progressed into all these other different realms. We've had, say, a Curtis Blow and an Africa Bambata. Like we've had different types and different components of people making different kinds of music, East Coast and West Coast and down South. There's always been different components of how hip hop or rap sounds because we've even got that now where hip hop is not the same thing as rap. Being a hip hop artist or an MC is not the same as being a rapper. Mm -hmm. They are completely different things. So we have those differences. We are just too stupid to understand the fact <laughs> that we have these differences and to let shit be what it is. Mm. Because you don't rap like Kendrick, should I say that you are completely trash? No, because I don't expect you to be a lyricist. When I watch one of these low-budget C-plus BET movies, do I expect it to go for a fucking Grammy? <laughs> no, I don't. Accept <laughs> it for what it is. Be entertained Hook by the trash that is... Five. Right. Yeah. If you understand, like, this is going to be some low-budget bullshit, just enjoy the low-budget bullshit bullshit don't ingest it as if it's supposed to be a five course meal no motherfucker you didn't come to goddamn laurie's to mcdonald's you came to louisiana fried chicken <laughs> you accept it for what it is and enjoy the shit like i can in takashi lyric wise because i have brain cells i can't listen to his lyrics but he can come up with a decent beat and he puts some nice cheeks in his video accept it for what it is <laughs> am i going to play you on my playlist no but i'll enjoy this and injustice for a couple minutes and then let it go and let it be what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that, yeah, when I, when I look at like, I don't know, let's say the meat mills and the, all these other motherfuckers going like, I can't believe this motherfucker fucking up hip hop. To be honest, nigga, was the niggas listening to him really the niggas is going to listen to you? Or 
if I want to listen to Meek, there's nothing that makes me want to pick up a fucking Takashi shit. I'm yeah, going to listen to true. you anyways. Yeah. So he's really not going to fuck up any of my money. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to, like... Hip-hop is like America. How do you fuck up some shit that's been fucked up for a while? <laughs> that's a valid point. What yeah. are, are you really messing up? <laughs> like, all the greats end up killed or don't get the notoriety that they should. So it's been fucked up. True. Hip-hop has been ran... By Jewish people for a long time who can give two fucks about the black community or the and music think, in general at all. I think all. that's the issue is that, like you said, like we aren't in full control of it. So, you know, like I remember uh, Kendrick said on the verse that, you know, if y'all liked it when hip hop was rapping, Killer Mike will be platinum. Right. Where a lot of people are not listening to Killer Mike, but he's one of the nicest rappers. You know, like I always like shout out. Uh, and he's the only nigga advocating for us when we need it. Fact politically, amazingly so. Yeah, him like, and amazing. him and him and David Banner. Yeah, we don't give them no flowers yet. And like we I like a hip-hop. guy like Big Crit, who you know speaks real, but the industry don't because of who's in charge. You don't like Crit? I love no, Crit. Huh. We, just, we love Crit. We just, just think that. that he doesn't get the flowers that he. No, deserves. yeah, he doesn't, and it's because of the people who controlling the the industry. Man, they just. They, they, it's like they, they know who they're pushing, so it's a reason that they're doing it. Like that's why your best bet as an artist is to hope that a Jay Z, Diddy, uh, Dr. Dre backs you because they will help you get that push. Other than that, you gotta pretty much be something that's like so crazy, or you can't just be a lyricist that's dope because they're not gonna give you that push. You have to be, you have to be a young thug, short wearing a dress. Yeah, you or have to or, something like that, or like speaking to Crit, you almost have to do like, which is really it's cool now because like you hear Crit talk about it in interviews, but how he kind of even in his music went through the whole idea, idea of all rap of all artists, you want recognition for what you do, yeah. And then at some point, he kind of like you know he has like his moment of I'm gonna just be accepted and loved by those who enjoy and accept what I do because I'm chasing these accolades that like you said like like we like we've said here today like they're these accolades are put by people who don't understand the culture. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a crit, like, bro, like, I'm sailing. Like, when I'm when I'm rapping, like, no diss, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm fucking, I'm sailing across this beat yeah. that I fucking made. Mm-hmm. Like, there is no realm of hip-hop where I'm not, or I, there's no reason that I should a- ever not be in the conversation. And you just kind of have to start looking at, okay, unless I'm going to just, just knock this whole system of hip-hop down, if I'm just focusing on the most important pieces are the pieces that I can control. Yeah. Because half the shit when these motherfuckers go crazy is like you're chasing this weird sta- like status of what it's supposed to be in hip-hop that really don't make any fucking sense. Like that set, the bar that's set by motherfuckers who, you know, like we said, have no idea how the culture's supposed to work, any of this shit. It's yeah. Just- and if you look at the, the history of hip-hop period, like everybody wasn't a superstar, you know what I'm saying? Like you had some guys who were, everybody knew was talented, but they just couldn't, Cross that room, like when Nas first came out, like Nas is super dope, but he he never reached Biggie and Jay Z status because they just had the right team around him and were able to be commercialized compared to uh, him, and that's just how it is. Also, Nas can't pick a beat to save his life. That too, but Nas got some stuff that's fire. Is just some people just don't have that commercial appeal. That's because Nas is from the East Coast, and East Coast beats suck. Like Nas, like no, Nas, Nas, Nas just Nas, heat. Heat over there. Nas is good. Nas just kept himself in a realm. They got heat over Nas there. just kept himself in a realm where I have to be like, I need to want to be in a rap. Like Nas did not always to me like give himself the room to go. Like okay, if we're talking about just him and Jay Z, like Jay Z would give me like 
club bangers. I got some shit I can like listen to in the car. Yeah. I got some shit if I wanted to hit a nigga in the face. I could like, thanks, ho. Nas just was really like, I want to really think and rap. Like, if I'm not in that mode, I don't really want to no, listen to Nas. No, he tries to um, have those songs. Just some people just have that it factor in it. And they just find, there's just something about them. They can appeal to many different crowds to the, you know what I'm saying? I will say uh, not. Oh, oh. I was going to say, I won't even say that it's that. I say that kind of fits into the point of us having different types of hip hop. Like, yeah, yeah we too. know Nas is somebody that he's just here for the bars. Like, mm-hmm. the beat, it's whatever. You're going to listen to me and I'm going to bar you to death to a degree. I'm going to hit you with some lyrical content. I'm going to speak about culture, so on and so forth. Whereas we knew Hove was more so business-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to reach out to all these different people. I'll let State Prop hit you with the stereotypical East Coast shit. I'm trying to make money. So I'm going to reach out to you know, your UGKs and make a song with them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that because it's a business play for him. So you have these two different types of artists. I don't expect Nas to have slapping beats. It just it is what it is. But I expect him to say something that I can understand and identify with. Yeah, it's kind of the same concept concept with a lot of other rappers. Who's somebody else that we know? Fucking even Cassidy at one point in time mm-hmm. when he was popping like it was kind of weird for him to pop up with a, a hit or a club banger, so to speak. But we knew Cassidy battle rapping. You gonna bar me to death? Yeah, yeah. That's like I guess like yeah. Like I think that they might have had like a, um, as much as there might be like issues with this generation as far as like hip hop or whatever the fuck comes with this. The idea that you can still kind of if you you know you make it work, but you can make a good living or whatever in your particular genre of hip-hop because like you know back then you needed to have a hit you needed to have a label yeah but now if there was a Nas now there's a bunch of like avenues to be like a lyricist person yeah yeah. that's all the fuck you got to do even if you was be one of them like shit what's that shit uh smack and like url you could just oh, be yeah. one of them niggas like, right, yeah. all yeah. i do is do bars yeah and this how i eat i do bars because you bars, got artists bars, like bars. Soul who he's with top dog but He's more of just a bar rapper, so right. that's just his. You know, that's just your realm. You know, you may never go any higher than that. I think that's just depend on you and your team of people you have around you that's making your music for. And then for you to challenge yourself as an artist to be like, hey, I want to do this. I think what kind of like hurt Nas is that his first album was so great the way that it was that people kind of didn't want to see him, you know, do anything different. And I think that kind of uh, kind of stunned him. Because it's like, you know, he do something different. You kind of like, you know, Jay-Z came out with that player, cool shit. You know what I'm saying? Me be on the boat, having fun. That translates. And hip-hop has been kind of unforgiving. But that's what propelled Jay. Because we forget, like, that wasn't his first album. Like, he was around for a while. No, but like, Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, but certain things propelled him to a nationwide and worldwide platform. But he had already been around no yeah he already it was took that guy. us some time it took us some time to embrace him because it took his foresight to understand that i have to give these idiots something that they would prefer and that's palatable to them for Dang. nas we again going back to what i said earlier we're too stupid to understand differences yeah he oh this is dope i expect this from you for the rest of your career you can never change <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is very unforgiving like, with, facts with you being able to change and maneuver as an artist like this is you. You're supposed to be this way forever. And it's like, you know, like, shit. Or speaking of a hove or a fucking T.I., like, yeah, bro, like, I was in the trap, but, like, now I'm a millionaire. And right. now I have, like, a family. 
and a wife. Right. And I go home. Like, And that's when we say that your career is over. Yeah. Which is stupid. Like, you lost the ability because you got some money. <laughs> you have you have more money to put into your craft, but because you're not struggling like you were before, I don't think it's going to be the same. It's not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I have grown. My money has grown. My platform has grown and my skills have gotten better because I've done this for a longer period of time. True. So now I should know how to change this in multiple ways. But we uh, no, I don't want that. I want you to stay the same because that's what I like. Okay, take your fucking chicken strips and fries, <laughs> and you deal with that. That's what Hove said. If you want the old Hove, listen to my whole album. Sam. Right. It's it's the realest it's the realest thing ever, man. Yeah. I, that's what makes Kendrick so impressive because he was able to to kind of be three different artists, I guess, because he introduced you him from Compton. Mm-hmm. And the second album, he was just, it was like Afrocentric themed album. Then the third one was kind of like, all right, it's for the radio. You did what an artist supposed like to do. I get to watch your progression. Yeah, as right. an artist, like you know, like it's, I enjoy, it, you know. But I mean, I guess if you're like, I remember like you know when mixtapes were a big deal. Yeah, and you listen to somebody and you would listen to their mixtape, the first like their first mixtape, and it's like, okay, this is kind of trash. But you go, okay, this person got whatever, and you waiting on the next mixtape, and they got better, get better, and yeah. better, and better. So like I'm interested in the progression like i'm i enjoy watching so you gonna this. get that third takashi mixtape i didn't get the first one <laughs> so like, you know, but in the artist i fuck with like i remember like i remember getting crits like first mixtapes and watching his progression as an artist and so on and True. so forth so that's something as a, and as a fan you know you buy into this person now people are fucking you know like even Crittle said that shit like on a, he was on an interview with the breakfast club and he was like yeah man this motherfuckers who came to my show and i saw them they you know they meet me they met at my show, like, first date. Nigga, six shows down the line, they're like, we married now. And now we have a th- connection. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a whole thing that comes with hip-hop and the culture of it beyond just, oh, I like this motherfucker. I mean, if you if it, if it is that to you, like, music is can be a thing bigger than, I just like how this shit's in my ears. It's that, too. Yeah. But, but, but that's because we, we digest it with a selfishness. We forget that this is somebody else's artistry. True. Like, do we talk shit about LeBron because he does the same three dunks all the time? No, we herald him as the GOAT. In the dunk contest, we would. In a dunk, exactly. (laughs) But that's a different confine. No, yeah, true. Within the scope of the game, Mm -hmm. you just scoring the points. We're looking at you for your ability to dominate whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with whether or not Larry Bird, what is he known for? Three-pointers. Is he known for a bunch of other shit? No. Magic Johnson, assists, passing the ball, creating plays. Is he known for much of anything else? No. Like, everybody within the realm of sports, they're known for being good at one or a couple of things. But somehow, when it comes to hip-hop, we're just upset if you try to venture outside of your norm. Which is kind of weird because, like, to make that comparison, like, sports is, in comparison to, like, hip-hop or an art form, it's a very rigorous thing. I, I have this system. It's 11 or 5 or however many motherfuckers. I need you to do this, you to do this, because there's a system. Art is like, nigga, this is... Right. You can... You yeah. Want, you're not, you're, it's almost... It's anti-art for you to stay in this... Within this realm. Yeah. I can, as an artist, as a painter, I can dip my nuts in pastel paint and slap it on an easel, and it can be called art. Or fucking duct tape a banana to a wall. And that's art. But for some reason within the realm of hip hop, which is an art form, I can't do something different. Who created that? <laughs> Duh. The people that'll go order chicken strips at fries at fucking Morton's. 
it's the people who don't even <laughs> don't even <laughs> take part of it because right. it's, it's just <laughs> different. Yeah, you keep, but, it's okay. Hey, but that's let how it, it was. Marinate. Let it marinate. Hey, <laughs> that's how it was when, like, you know, when Outkast came on the scene. You know, you remember at the war show they were getting booed because you know sometimes people don't like what's different. They just right. want to you know get the same old thing until you make them like what's different right. and. Sometimes people can grow. Speaking of outcasts, that'd be another thing when I look at hip hop because I'm like, I just you have these visuals of like, okay, they were cool. Then this nigga came out with fuzzy pants, (laughs) goddamn uh, shoulder pads, and fucking bars, and then became like heralded. There is no conversation. Andre ain't dropped no shit in years. There's no conversation where anybody mentions they top five to ten and his name is not in it. And it's just like, okay, well, like you have all these examples of where you can just. Be whatever. Not to say right. you got to come out here in a fucking uh, neon thong and rap, right. but you could like whatever you think you want to like. You can do that. And, and nine furry, times out of, furry pants on and a blonde wig, and yeah. I'm going to wrap circles around rap you. My motherfucking and ass. That, off. That's why I think they hate on Takashi. It's just the fact that he can't rap, so it makes it look like he's making a mockery of it. And these mm. guys is like, man, I'm putting so I put so much to get in this game. And this dude is getting all this notoriety. And have y'all listened to his music? Like, he's in there saying fifth grader shit, you know what right. I'm saying? I think, yeah, you just, they just focus too much, I think, on the notoriety and the white hotness because everybody's big. Speaking of Hove, we just sat here and talked about it. Hove was a long game, nigga. Like, right, yeah. We happened to live in the space where Hove was, like, white hot. Mm-hmm. But Hove says in, in his own interviews, and you watch, like, there was uh, Gumby Fade, Gold Teeth Hove right. that yeah. got to hear. Takashi is not like he knows he's not going to be around yeah, for very long. So I'm going to pull all this money right. in that I can. Yeah, until I but can that's, anymore. That, again, that's us stupid us not being able to accept it because what is the scope of hip hop right now? To be honest, bro, that's, it's all over the place. You, don't, it's no real like this is hip hop. Like it's it's all over the place. How many of these artists within the last two years would you say are going to have? the long ball game like a fabulous or a hove or somebody like that oh yeah, yeah nobody with a little and that, like, that that's the new thing that's the yeah, scope whoever, of yeah. the game right yeah. now yeah, the true. scope of the game is to get in get your money and get, get out. out in a short period of and time and they say that though these fools be like yeah. i'm not a rapper dog i understand that rap is a i understand rap is a muddy business i yeah. understand i can come here be popular fucking uh you know scooping as much money as mm-hmm. i can and i'm fucking out Who that's why like, they aren't really making albums they just like bro i'm right. gonna put out singles because yeah. you know an album you get to really listen to and be like this dude is trash but if i just give you banging singles i can put out 10 of those and get enough money and then like you know it all started like way back like we said with hammer but guys right. like jayquan with tipsy and stuff like that but they planned to have a career they got Fucked out of the industry. No, yeah, MC Hammer. The new people don't. Where's Little Nas X? True, yeah. They just plan to get their bag. Somewhere rich. It's like Yachty. Yachty came out. Next thing you know, he's on Target commercials. Like, bro, I've never heard an album of yours. People come into the game, and how do you end up creating your own label all of a sudden? Because you don't plan to be here for long. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> People learn from 50 and Hove. You rap for however long that you can, and you take that money and flip it. Mm-hmm. How can I create opportunities for other people and make myself be able to bring in an income without having to rap? True. I like music, but do I want to rap forever? No. I'd much rather get super hot, go back to my area, put on my homeboys that want to rap, let them do their thing, and me chill and come back, collect money. Yeah. yeah, and hip hop's definitely one of these things where like it's it's 
they it continues to get called a fucking young man's game, which you know cuts you out of the it cuts you out of a certain you know realm of shit after what thirty five. Meanwhile, Bon Jovi and them niggas gonna die on stage. No, yeah, music. Facts, like yeah. fucking Ozzy Osbourne just dropped a new album. And probably could will be on stage having to like walk on those little conveyor belts that you yeah. get at the uh, airport. Ozzy Osbourne can't tie his fucking shoes, and he can still make a damn album. Why? Because people uh, outside of the hip hop community are still going to accept him and his talents for who he is. Like I said, we are the only dum dums that can't figure it out. Cause think about it, no one's going to a Jay Z concert when he's sixty years old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hologram the motherfucker. Yeah, people, 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 like, people will go, but they're not going to expect him to have antics. They're going to expect him to sit. No, there yeah, just and, to, and just rap. But you won't have like day. it'll be like it won't be a younger crowd. Like with some of those Mm-mm. old rock and roll singers, you still have young people who show up. And I think that's the difference between like rock and hip hop. Also, I know that was discussed here before too. I know hip hop is a very young genre. So yeah, a lot of them haven't had the opportunity to go, you know, kids was listening to Bon Jovi and shit at like five. So they yeah, were fans at, at young ages. Mm-hmm. So now, even with how quick hip hop cycles out certain stars, yeah. it just hasn't been enough people to go like, I love Tupac. Because like if Tupac showed up tomorrow and was like, I'm doing a concert, I listened to Tupac my whole life from my No, father. yeah, for real. So but I'm a listening. lot of people haven't had that yeah. yet for, right. our, for, our, for hip hop as well. It's such a young... Lil Wayne John. might be Lil Wayne is gonna be a guy mm-hmm. for sure that he can be seven years old people still going but that's because Lil Wayne the the, the concert he would have done before the one at seventy he would have been sixty like he'll pop out every ten years so, oh hey hey yeah. guys I'm I'm still alive Snoop too Snoop used to go watch Snoop Snoop I think Snoop has Snoop still wants to be young. Yeah. Like I think Snoop just wants he uh, he adores being in the public eye to a degree to where mm-hmm. he constantly finds ways to insert himself into different cultures and niches because yeah. he still wants to be around. Snoop Lion. Right. Somebody yeah, like like, like Jay don't yeah. want to be around. No, yeah, Jay just trying I don't, to make money I don't want to be here. That's like mm-hmm. that is, Do a concert. I don't no. give a shit. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't want to look at you. When women like post like you know bagels and this that and the third, I was like, I don't know what y'all looking for, but that nigga found another another like another person who's equally millionaire. We gonna drop our shit and we gonna disappear. Right. Yeah. I saw this fucking video or meme and it was like it was this woman picking up a couch and it was like this is Meg the Stallion promoting Savage by herself. Beyonce was like, here you go, bye. Yeah. Right. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the goal. Like we can just be rich. Right. And, and fucking buy an island and nobody right. don't nobody know what the This is going like. to keep me relevant mm-hmm. without me having to really be a part of it and I'm going to help propel you and you will herald me as the queen and I don't even have to talk to you They very live long. such an amazing life. Blue Ivy is 27. <laughs> like who knows. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the way that you should want it but a lot of people get caught up in that Fuck that, that fame, shit. you know what I'm saying? And what what does fame mean when we know that all the really famous people are either broke or committed suicide? Yeah, and that's why, people don't understand. Why do you that. want that self destruction? Or you just deal with so much? Like Takashi, Takashi's famous. He had two million people live, but he has so many haters. And it's like, why do you want that? To where you can just do you grind. Make as much as you can and then be low key. I got gas for coming here. If I'm Takashi, I can't do that. 
No, yeah. Like I yeah, walked no. in to be like, hey, put this on. Did y'all see too. the chick who uh, was like, Takashi lives in Long Island right behind my house. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw that earlier. Yeah, so like does it really? Matter? But even th- even going going back to the whole fame thing, because we are in quarantine, the biggest thing of quarantine is what the versus battles. Yeah, versus battle. Yeah, who are all people that have longevity? Yep, not fame. Yeah, That's they true. had fame for a short period of time. One of my favorite ones is T Pain versus Lil Lil John. They are not super famous right now. They're known, yeah. but are people talking about them on a regular basis that aren't their regular fans? No. Oddly enough, though, when you put them on and they have a battle and you listen, like, damn, y'all been putting out good music for, for a man. long <laughs> ass time yep. and got bread to do it and have different personalities to touch in different realm, mm. realms. Lil John can build a school in Africa and come here and talk about getting fucking plastered and slapping ass cheeks. DJ like random fucking trap yeah. right. shit. And Just I can do all these different things and thrive in them all, but I'm not famous. I'm the king of crunk and EDM. What yeah, fucking, EDM. You can that's put crazy, that on your yeah. fucking resume. Like, T Pain was making music forever. Bro, you realize how young he was. Like, T Pain did that shit. Like those two albums that was like. Um, you know, like everything must go. He was throwing away shit that I'm like, no, yeah. this is. There's a couple hits on here that are like better than mother. Like he's just, I just made it. Like if I don't, I was bored in the house and I'd fucking sniffed an Adderall and I didn't know what to do with myself. And I just came in here and I just made a whole I fucking album just because I was bored and I don't plan on releasing it. I just like to fucking play it when I'm and creating I think cars. That's what when it comes just to take it back to Takashi. What makes people they don't understand that aspect of it that. The people who are great realize I'm gonna be in this for a long time, mm-hmm. so I don't need to do all this wild shit. You right, know what I'm saying? that's the long game. Yeah, like, yeah. to where guys like Takashi and some of these like other rappers that have come and gone, like they have to come out here and do this because their talent isn't going to like elongate their career. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I have what else can I do right. that can give me the greatest five years run I can get. So when I, my run is done, I done stacked up enough money to where I'm good. And that's why, you know, that's why he's doing something like this. I guarantee if he was a great, great artist, he wouldn't be doing any of this because he's like, bro, my music talked for me. 50 was doing this exact same thing, but 50 knew that I can make great music right. so I can step away from right. doing all this. And that's what he did. 50 is King Troll. Yeah. And again, he still going, does it. He still does it. Yeah. And, and it has, has helped keep his career alive. Yeah. Even though I'm not doing music. Yeah. You still watch anything I put my hands on mm-hmm. because I'm still the same bully fifty. I'm using he can have a drink this drink. You right. This shit. He can have an interview with somebody and speak profoundly in comparison to how he spoke when he when he first came out. He was mm-hmm. thinking, fuck about these niggas. I'm trying to get this money. Like you can't trust these mother. Like he was untrusting fifty. Whereas now you can see in an interview his growth. Mm-hmm. But then he can go back to trolling because that's what helped him. And yeah. going back to say your Takashi's and your soldier boys, he's endorsed both of them. Mm-hmm. Not because he believed in their artistry, but because he understood business <laughs> and money. Facts. And I'm going to troll as well because people understand me as being big, bad, bully 50 that actually can spit. And I'm going to endorse this antic that mm-hmm. has no talent. What the fuck are you doing, 50? Exactly what I want you yep. to think I'm doing. Yeah, And I'm going to make money <laughs> off of it. And his career's lasted longer than both of them. Like, certain people understand how to make these moves. Like, 
the theme of the day, stupid us, we expect the same shit. Facts. We expect this one thing that we got comfortable with. And I can take this in so many different directions, but we're going to we're going to stay away from I mean, those things. Today. <laughs> I mean, for today, like for, for today, I know like we I don't give a shit. We we Takashi it, but we expect shit differently. I always look at that shit with, you know, hitting the motherfucking gas now, folks. With this Ahmad shit. Like, I just, I like, for me, because I've had, like, about five conversations about this, and it always comes out the same way. I really, 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 really. And I'm not saying anybody got to get their motherfucking, you know, battle axes out. But I'm not, I'm kind of not saying that. But <laughs> it's the idea of, when you say the same thing the same way, is catering to the sympathies of a bully or right. an oppressor. Like, I really get tired of, you know, I, I understand the run with a mod thing, but that all is like, let me make you feel bad. But if I'm a motherfucking uh, bully, bitch, I don't feel bad for hitting you. I did right. what I did because that's what I do. Right. So you out here trying to, like, have all these things to make us feel sympathy and feel bad, we don't. Like, this is what we do. Like, we fuck y'all up. Y'all cry about it's, it. It's part of the same cycle. Yeah. All yeah. of this, the cycle is the same with all of these situations. And it, it actually does segue and fit into the conversation. The same expectations of what we think something is supposed to be. How many people that look like us in this country have been killed, beaten, or oppressed simply because of the color of their skin? And we act like it's something new. Every I'm so tired of saying that. You ain't that tired. Because if you was really that tired, you would really do something about it. And All running right. two fucking miles is not going to do something about it. You should be doing that anyway because mm. you've been sedentary all fucking quarantine, eating up all the <laughs> snacks. You should have been running miles to begin with. This is for you. This is not for him. Mm. This does nothing to bring about any change. It does nothing to help his family. It does nothing to help him. This is so that you can feel like you're contributing to something in some kind of way. And also we're being selfish as fuck and using it as a way to bring notoriety to ourselves because I'm doing it for a mod. Then why the fuck do you have to post it? Facts. You're posting it for the attention mm -hmm. because it's a moment for you to be able to capture some sort of notoriety. Mm -hmm. You're not really doing anything for the cause because if you really want to do something for the cause, either burn this bitch down or we can go back to Africa and call this shit a day. <laughs> yeah, because like the the like even me like I saw it posted. I posted it on the um on the pod page, but like yeah, like you said, like the running, the posting, the fucking uh. You know, the social media, like, we did a thing. But, like, we spoke about earlier, like, you have people, like, if you're somebody who's trying to disrupt things but still follow the rules, so to speak. Killer Mike has been giving out just blueprints on how to run this system within this system as much as as much as much a motherfucker could tell you. For eight in years. Point, yeah. Like, in the most point-blank way you could do it. And then, like, but, like, to your point is, like, you can't, I don't know, like, there has never been any time in anybody's history that you can achieve freedom or equality. Like, no, that's never been given to anyone. So people always, like, I, I mean, and this, and, I, and I've never said this in a way that, like, I'm completely oblivious to what the potential of this statement means. But you might have to, like, take it from them. Like, they're not, nobody's going to give it. And that requires you to, like. I'll, I'll argue True. against that a little bit because in the grand history of America, it's never been given. 
but there have been people throughout history that have tried to take it or taken it. And what happened? They got bombed. They got framed. Mm -hmm. They got jailed. They got whatever the case was because people understand the power of somebody else realizing theirs and taking some shit that is rightfully theirs to begin with. So if everything that we have tried has not worked, I'm not saying that to say to don't try because I know there's some fools that would think that I'm saying don't try, (laughs) but we have to try something different. Yeah, something new. The things that we haven't tried, like I just said, Marcus Garvey gave us an option. Pretty good one. Yeah. We ain't listened to that bitch at all. We just act like he just, we ignored everything he said. He said, Lee, the Panthers tried to take some shit. Yeah. Malcolm was talking about taking some shit. Mm -hmm. And then he switched and said, you know what? We just, this ain't the move. We need to figure some other shit out. Like everybody has had some sort of, Nat Turner, there have been plenty of people that have tried to take some shit. And what has happened? Nothing. We have waited and hoped that empathy would somehow enter these people's house. And what has happened? Nothing. We're running two fucking miles one day, one day, (laughs) hoping that this will change. Nothing. We started Black Lives Matters. What has nothing? Yeah, like I just, I always wonder, like, like as a group, that's one thing that like any other, any other group, racial group, people of color, lack of color, polka dot colors, anything happened, the motherfuckers go. Hey man, I don't care what funny hat or funny chain you or what building you go pray to whatever fucking thing to. When this shit happened, we all load up. We still like with every example you said, it was like Nat, Marcus, there's not only did nobody ride with uh, not not enough people ride with them, you could find an auxiliary group that was like against them in their own shit. And like I'm like I always look at us like how long do we go? And I think that's an issue. I yeah, think that we never ride like we, we never like we never like out, we never like-minded. So you get we're we're pulling so many different mm-hmm. ways that we can't get to one specific, you know, goal. Like you can take it like to the to the sixties. You had, you know, Martin Luther King's movement, then you had the black Muslims. It was like it's two different pools. So it's like how could we get all the people to come and be a part of uh the same cause where it's it's so many different pools, you know. But but that's part of the issue because even yeah. even staying with the example of Martin and Malcolm, when they both decided that their extremes weren't going to work and they started to come together and to understand some new shit, yeah. they both got taken out. Yeah, that's when they killed them, yeah. We are the only... Co- we are the... We, us, people that look like us, <laughs> brown-skinned folk. We are the only people that don't have our own systems to benefit us. True. If you look in the grand scheme of, say, L.A. County, we are the only race that does not have our own neighborhoods that are self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. You can go to a Latino neighborhood. They got their own markets, their own this, their own that. Fine. Jewish community, fine. Asian community, Perfect. fine. Armenian, Middle Eastern communities, fine. Black communities, liquor stores that we don't own. And this is not even chicken remote. places that and, we don't own. And, that's and be- we not making the yeah. chicken. And and that, I just think that's because fucking Roscoe's. Yeah. Dog. This ain't even a dissident. Roscoe's is community. part of black culture supposedly in LA and the cooks are Latino. The yeah. Asian community is so Not that fire. I'm knocking that, but we don't have anything that we are sustaining. This is this is purely from a place of like I res- respect and support what y'all It's whole shopping centers. 
I don't know what the fuck. Not, the fucking banner don't even come in, in my language. It's all no, Korean. Yeah. Bitch, all this Korean. is for us, nigga. Yeah. You can right. come in here if you, you want. You can come in here and spend the money you if you want. Money. You gonna have to ask me what you buying because you can't read none of it. Yeah, and we get up here and act like we have to cater to. No, you fuck you don't, nigga. Do no. it for us. For I got to go to the Beverly us, Center. Right. I got to exactly. go to this mall and support. Yeah. I got to go over because we care more about the label and sitting and falling into this conditioned mindset of assimilation. Yeah, true. That's part of our, you know, separation. That's part of what's been plaguing us for so long. It's like we feel like we have to assimilate into this culture and we are still trying to do that today where other people, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But that's that's what I think. That's what made the 70s <clears throat> like okay for, you know, good for black people cuz people were our people were more willing to man, let's how can we do this together? You know, to where nowadays we can't get the the big time celebrities to come back and say, "Hey, let's go and build this up." Like the Crenshaw Mall, I believe they just sold the Crenshaw Mall, yep. am I right? Yep. Just imagine if our our people were to come together and say, "We're going to make this our mall so our people don't have to drive to Bev- to Beverly Center. They don't have to go to Torrance to go to Delamar and right. stuff. We're just going to make this ours." And for some reason, even when situations like this with a mall happen, it's still like our people can't just come to one cause. It's Be- because we don't pulling. see the importance in ourselves. Because Magic tried. That's true. I put a movie theater. Y'all didn't have no movie theater. I put a movie theater true. right next to this mall. And what happened? Y'all still wouldn't go inside the mall, which is only 100 yards away from here. <laughs> yeah, true. Y'all still going to take y'all ass all the way to Culver City to the Fox Hills Mall because that's mm-hmm. where all the more expensive things are that make you look cool. But you got this Crenshaw Mall right here. Yeah. What do you do in it? Fight. I think yeah yeah and I think I think there is like a take any opportunity to bring up a good nip point but the idea that everybody loves saying like this marathon shit yeah it's amazing it's a really good but the idea is that this will not to take a deep this will not necessarily what I want to do what I what I'm looking for it might not benefit me fuck it might not benefit my son I'm I'm doing this potentially maybe for my grandson right we like a lot of like immediate gratification mm-hmm. like support like even when we talked about like talk about Martin and and Malcolm where their points started to converge. Sounds very killer Mikeish where it's like we have to we don't have an economy right now. We need to be able to like Martin said, we want to have our own economic independence so we have to be able to build that. And then like, you know, you take a little bit of Malcolm, I need to be able to protect this economy that I'm building. That takes time to build and I will might have to sacrifice myself in building that so that we can grow as a people, but the idea is People first. Every everybody we like, yeah. we talked about. When you hear them talk about their cultures, you hear a Mexican person talk about being Mexican, fucking fire. Right. You hear an Asian person talk about whatever Asian community they're part of, fucking fire. Us black, that fucking thing is this weird. You know, you know why? It's it's popular and it's cool for us to delve into pro blackness. But everybody that we've mentioned, I'll ask you this question: mm-hmm. Who did they pass the baton to? Yeah, true. Who yeah. do they pass the baton to? We don't know. Yeah. We can talk about Nip. One man running a marathon does not mean that it's continued. Because newsflash, that nigga marathon is over. No disrespect. Rest in peace, Nip. But he's no longer running. Mm-hmm. Who's carrying his torch now? Yeah. Because the city's not opening that square back up. And what are we doing about it? Yeah, if he was such a hero for our community, True. why are we not fighting to open it back up? True. What mm-hmm. are we doing? Nothing. That yeah. baton is just sitting there. Somebody ran their marathon, 
place their baton on the ground, and nobody's picking it up. We're just sitting there looking at it like, and and that's where that's it, a nice baton. That's why I'm I glad think, you did that for us. Facts. It just show you that our people don't come together because it's all these artists, all these athletes who want to wear like the Crenshaw gear, and you even have like the the people from the L.A. area, and like you said, no one's doing any, anything about right. that. About saying, man, let's. I want to continue that. We're going to open this back up. We're going to build these restaurants that he was trying to build, these healthy restaurants in the hood. But it's just for some reason, our people cannot come together and say, but we're going to because give we su- everything. We support it as long as it's a fad and it's popular to support it. But we don't really understand the investment that, that comes with it. Yeah, True. that it's safe. Like, like yeah. Nip did that, and it was on Nip's shoulders. But anybody else from like any of these other coaches, they'll do it, and they're all ready to kind of – right ride with it it's like okay right. nip did it and, that, and that's cool but there was no reason that nip should have been nip shouldn't have been special it should have been nip it should have been fucking east coast rapper over here or at least fuck it should have been nip and every west coast rapper should have been on the same shit all of the west coast should have been fucking just marathon the fuck out but we have to talk about what that person's doing more than the popular shit because we talked about nip's music more than we talked about what he was doing for the community mm-hmm. until he died mm-hmm. and then to make sure that his narrative wasn't just la rapper slash gangbanger gets killed we started talking about what he was doing so that we can help try to change his narrative but we're not paying attention to our own there are people that have been doing tons of wonderful things for our communities what are we doing to talk about what they're doing for our communities? Nothing. I bring True. up this example all the time. Me being a football person. Work done. Highlight athlete in his time. Created tons of homes for single mothers mm. that were underprivileged from low-income families. I think he created like 25 homes for them specifically. Do we know about that? No. No. It's like, I don't know we if y'all basketball We talk about him fans. as an athlete, but that's it. Yeah, y- 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 I don't know how big of basketball fans you guys are, but like Jamal Mashburn, if you guys know that name. Yes. This dude is invested in so many like businesses that nobody knows about it because he's not Shaq or any of these other right. guys. And we don't do enough as far as, like you said, bigging that, those things up. You know, like you said, like for Nipsey, it was all about him being a rapper for people that were away from L.A. Like in L.A., we knew it, but – we weren't giving him that that super special love for what he was actually doing in the community, especially right. people in other regions, because, you know, maybe they didn't look into it or it just didn't matter to them. But we have to do a bigger job of showing love to that aspect of our people and then coming together to figure out this is a this how powerful black people are. When we came together. And, and voting, we got a black president. Right. So if we were to do that with other things that needs to be taken care of, I think that we can get a lot done. Absolutely. I just, yeah, there's just this this disconnect with everybody, like, coming together. It's, you even when, You'll even hear, like, you know, if you're talking, like, the family function at the barbecue. No, nah, true. You know, it's, no, nah, man, he's, it's cool. He's doing this shit. I ain't, I, I ain't, it ain't going to be no me. But if, you know. I respect what he's doing. Why it ain't got a why? Is, right. Yeah. You know, like everybody, like we want, we want to benefit off of these things, but aren't necessarily prepared to do the sacrifice that it takes. This is a fucking team effort. Yeah, my that, nigga. That's like, the key word: sacrifice. People don't want to. They sacrifice. don't want to sacrifice. Like I said, going going back to Nip, we all wore the Crenshaw gear because we wanted to show how cool it was to be from L.A. Mm-hmm. And then when he died, we wore it because we wanted to show that we supported Nip and what he was doing. 
But at no point in time are you really to make the sacrifice for Crenshaw. Because all the quote-unquote fly cripping that's going on in the Crenshaw area, y'all motherfuckers can't put y'all money together to help buy that complex and open it back up. Facts. Or continue the things that he was doing. You just left it up to him. Or there's a lot of money in that. It may be a poor community, but there's money no, floating money. around oh, there. Yeah, of course. But you're spending it on yourself talking about what somebody else was doing instead of investing in that same sacrifice and picking up the baton. Yeah. Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I put a lot of, not onus or responsibility, but, you know, you look at, I'm not a millionaire, but I'm still very okay with doing my part. But if it's like, damn, nigga, like, I know for a fact, like, I've, I've seen you niggas in person. It's it's five or six millionaires within like a ten block radius. Like y'all couldn't just right like piece up. Yeah, like, you know, like fuck. If the if you take that chain, you take those shoes, and you take that seventh Lamborghini you bought. Just don't like you could right those couple purchases right there. You could do some shit. There's plenty of people within. I'll say the hood. I don't want to say a black community because not all black communities are hood and I need people to understand that. But mm. there's quite a few dudes in the hood that's trying to find a way that'll put their money together to buy a brick. Then they will put their money together to buy something that's going to be more fruitful for them. True. And that's a problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, and like, once again, like if you're in a position of being that particular artist or somebody who's affluent and you have that quote unquote like hood pass, don't just come here to shoot your fucking videos, my nigga. Like, if you can come here and say, hey, y'all want to go in with me on some this, right. that, and the third, now you've kind of legitimized, like, you right. want to put niggas on. Nigga, put, put them on for real. Like, let's right. yeah. And I don't mean put you on as a rapper just because I'm from here and I created my <laughs> own label. I don't Fact, mean fucking yeah. back to school, bringing backpacks or supplies or fucking turkeys and Thanksgiving. There's way more things that you can do to create opportunities for your Businesses, people. jobs that you're giving people. Please man. do something. Like, one thing I've always appreciated say about Magic Johnson was because me growing up in South Central in the L.A. area, yeah. Inglewood area, he created jobs so by much, just invest bro. open a Fridays. Now black people got a place to go kick it and I'm employing other black people. I opened up the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Same concept. He had the 24 hour fitness at one point in time. Same concept. What do we do to preserve all those things? Yeah. Nothing. None of those things have his name on it anymore. And that's why I think um, like just to take it back to Ahmad, what I'd like to tell like the kids, high school kids, I said if you really want to make a difference be great and make sure that you, you know, piece up with those that you come up with to add more to where you come from. Because right. a lot of, you know, a lot of people make it and they just leave. And then, like you said, they come back and they may shoot a video or take pictures there. Like, oh, damn, they do right. still rock with their community. Where it's like, no, what really lets me know that you still love your community is you come from there. You wanted to see it become better. Actually do something to make it better. Right. Not just, the, oh, he he the homie from around my way, and he could rap really good, so I'm going to put him on. Yeah, and try put to, him on. No, take that kid that's really good at fucking creating the content yeah. for your page. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know, he we, we all street family, but I see this one kid in my family or this one kid in somebody else's family is real good at creating content or editing. I'm going to give you a job. Yeah. Come work for me. Let me help you do that. Not only to keep you off the streets because you ain't trying to be in the streets anyway, but also show other people that I can create lanes for everybody. You ain't got to just yeah. do what I did. If you're a great cook, bro, I'm, let's try to get you a restaurant. See what we Something. can do. You know what I'm saying? Vector 90 still exists, everybody. Just if y'all are in this area and right. you want to kind of, you know, <laughs> indulge yourself in something like what we were speaking of, 
Vector 90 still exists. I don't know them niggas. They don't pay me no money. Right. But that is an avenue just for... Cause, just because it's part of the conversation, we shot you out. But unless you want to send some endorsements <laughs> or something our way, or unless you want to, you know, let us come help you out in some capacity, Real that's talk. cool, too. But, all you that, know, we that, ain't going to die too deep opportunity types of... All those types of things. Fucking, you can Google it, folks. Just right. Shit. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you do your own research since we ain't getting paid to do it for all you. All that. All right. That's it. Another episode... Hating ass Mike Hill pulled up yeah, with, yeah. with way less hate. <laughs> I hate for the next time right. I show up. Chad Awesome. King Carter on, on Instagram. Mike Hill the PG. Yeah. Fucking uh, shoot your show up, man. Let hey, what's up, man? Uh, Mike Hill the PG. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, Courtside Radio. Uh, make sure you check it out. TGN Sports. That's who I'm rocking with. Um, don't at me with Mike Hill and Alex. We got a lot of great stuff coming. So, man, make sure y'all check out your boy. Alright, that's it. We out here, bitch. A property genius. I'm flying with Lena. I'm riding with Nina. One right for the shy. One right where I need her. The funny thing is, I'll always be single. I love me some Logan. I love me some.